Welcome to Double Think Discussions podcast. My name is Ben, and with me, as always, is my co-host Abby. Abby, what did you think of Chapter Six? Um, I thought Chapter Six was pretty interesting. There was some plot twists in it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And also with me is Kelsey. Kelsey, how are you? I'm here. Tired, but I'm here. <laughs> yep. Great to hear. <laughs> okay, um, Kelsey, do you want to give the summary for Chapter 6? Sure. Okay, so in Chapter 6, Winston writes in his diary about his last sexual encounter he had with the prostitute he'd hired. He thought this would help him forget any sexual desires he had, but it just made him want to have sex even more. He is aware that the party is trying to distort sex, sexual desires. To end this, marriages are only approved by the party. And between members who show no signs of physical attraction to one another. Um, in this chapter, we also find out that Winston himself is married to a woman named Catherine, but they've separated and haven't seen each other in nearly 11 years. And at the end of his journal entry, his anger, depression, and rebellious side is still there. And writing down this memory didn't help free him from it all. So basically, him writing down this did not help. Good summary. So yeah. So let's first talk about the party's view on relationships and being like loving relationships, not like friendships or that kind of stuff. Sex. Yeah, that. (laughs) (laughs) So Abby, do you want to talk about like what the party thought about it? Okay, well, um, Winston like talks about, in, in in this chapter, Winston talks about how the party doesn't, they don't um, allow and they don't um, like when party members are like attracted to each other sexually or like they want to be in a relationship. And so they've put limits on um, sex and marriages and um, romantic relationships. So do you want to, should I talk yeah, more I'll about Yeah, I'll talk those? about marriages. So for marriages, the the party has to approve each marriage and the party will not um, approve a marriage of people who seem physically attracted to each other. Um, do you guys want to talk about like why you think that is? Um, I think I remember like Winston said something that like about like how the party doesn't want the members to like form relationships and stuff because like I think like maybe the party doesn't want them um to like maybe talk and like um turn their back on the party and like betray the party in a way and so like their only alliance and their only allegiance is to the party not someone else yeah I think like marriages would create um for most (laughs) citizens a loyalty to either equally loyal to the party and their spouse, or maybe either even more um, loyal to their spouse if they were like physically attracted to them. 
So I think it's a way of the party kind of just limiting who they're going to be loyal to because if they're not really like into whoever they're married to, there's like less of a chance of them actually being close and then becoming like very trusting of each other. Kelsey, yeah. do you want to speak on that? Um, yeah, I agree with both of you. But like, didn't they like just like artificially like inseminate like the women so they will like prevent sex like as a whole or they just didn't do that? Yeah, okay. I like, yeah, okay. So like they were talking about how not only marriages, but like sex, how like if if people have sex, if two people have sex, they shouldn't be physically attracted to each other or like they shouldn't like each other. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's kind of the basis of sex. I mean, that kind of, that would be awkward. And like Winston talks about that, how like it was awkward. I, yeah, they want it to be awkward. They, they like, just, yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they say, I remember they say in the book, in this chapter, they're like, the um that the party like oh, I don't know the word like dehumanizes it or something like yeah they something like that they like take all of the like pleasure and desire out of it yeah um but what was the artificial insemination thing because I remember that because I saw artificial insemination I'm thinking Jane the Virgin I <laughs> I stopped reading the book, started watching that show again, realized that season two is kind of boring. So then I was like, oh, wait, I remember I stopped watching it. But what was the deal with the artificial insemination? I feel like they, the party um, supported artificial insemination because they, I think that they feared that if they did. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah. So I'm looking at my notes again, and this is a really good segue into the Junior Anti-Sex League. Oh, and yeah. they believe that children should be created through artificial insemination. So Kelsey, continue what you were saying. Yeah, um, I feel like the party and like the Junior Anti-Sex League like support this because I, I think they fear that if they actually do have sex, then like probably they might form a connection in some way because like sex is like, you know, bonding. yeah, bond is like a certain type of bond. And I feel like, they're afraid that if they do this still, if they still have sex to just create children, then they might like form like that bond and love with each other. Yeah. Um, so the Junior Anti-Sex League, it's it's a children, like the children are in it, right? Since it's like junior is what yeah, I it assume. like advocates, um, what's the word, celibacy? For celibacy. For, yeah. So like no sex. Yeah. And... I think it's another way of showing how the party is like kind of encouraging children to like and young people to agree with their agenda and it makes them like loyal at a young age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, so back to the party, divorce is also not allowed. Um, why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know about this one because like, they're allowed to separate, but they're not allowed to divorce. I guess it's like they see divorce as a bad thing and like they want everything to be like picture perfect. Yeah, I think maybe like if the party puts two people together who don't like each other and divorce is an option, then maybe they would just get divorced and not even try to have kids. But if divorce isn't an option, maybe they're like, 
more incentivized to at least try to have kids. That was well, like, that's isn't like thinking. do they like don't they like encourage like not like divorce but like separation between the two if like they couldn't yeah. like make kids? But like, I think when like, you're separated, I don't think they would allow you to get remarried. Yeah, right? well, yeah. I know that like happened with like Winston and Catherine. Like they couldn't make kids, so they just. So like what I was thinking is if they allow divorce, then you can just divorce someone and try and like try to hope that the party will approve you getting married to someone that like you're physically attracted to. But if you there isn't divorce, then they'll like try. That's just what I was. Well, I also think because like I think they say like the party like like puts the message of like marriage and um like and sex and making children is is um all like a duty that you should do for the party it's Mm -hmm. to provide for the party so I think like maybe it's like it like um strengthens how like the message of the like um like if two people get um married those two people like shouldn't really like each other or be attracted to each other so like because people who get the divorced it's because they don't like each other anymore but like they want those things in the marriage yeah um so are you guys ready to move on to Catherine yes Catherine so I'm reading the book and I'm I'm reading and he's like oh yeah I'm married like like, um so I'll, I'll describe Catherine. She was described as tall and fair-haired and, quote, very straight. She has a bold face, but nothing behind it. And she was very loyal to the party. Um, she wanted to have a child with Winston because she said it was the two of their duty to the party. Yeah. And I thought that was, like, really weird. Mm-hmm yeah weird Mm -hmm. that's yeah like Um, why do you think she thought it was her duty to the party to have kids well because they're they're brainwashed like yeah and she's like fully devoted to yeah and like you said like in the description like she has nothing behind her face and um she's very loyal to the party Mm -hmm. and the party like has established that like marriage and kids like that's um showing your loyalty to the party and it should only be for the party like a duty for the party yeah um that's yeah I agree and I just thought it just shows when he said that she's loyal like she's she's loyal she's all in she's mm-hmm. yes yeah um so the next thing we should talk about is I'm going to the outline now Winston and Catherine's relationship so the party, they obviously won't approve marriages of people who are physically attracted to each other. So you have to assume that like their relationship wasn't good. Do one of you guys kind of want to describe what we learned in the book about their relationship? Um, Winston and Catherine's relationship was really awkward. Um, I don't know why they got together because in the book like Catherine hated sex like you could tell that she didn't want to have sex with Winston they yeah no I thought it was the other way around that she wanted to but well okay I think it's because 
well, like, it goes to the other point. Like, Winston wants to have sex, but he wants to have sex with someone who wants to have it with him. Because, like, when he recalls, like, having sex with Catherine, he's like, she just lay there and, like, it was like, this is the duty for the party. Like, she wasn't yeah. attracted to him. Yeah, and whenever, like, Winston would ever, like, touch her, like, she would always, like, <laughs> move, like, away she from her. Like, I don't touch you. Or, like, I don't just, like, you. get, like, don't, don't, don't Yeah, don't, don't touch me. me. Yeah. Yeah, so she, like, hated having it, but she wanted to have the kid, so she was, like, she, yeah. she, she would still try to do it. Um, but they were only together for 15 months, so, and then they got separated. Yeah, they were separated for, like, 10 years or something. Yeah. Or, like, have been. Um, so, like, I th- their relationship, I don't think they hated each other. I just think that they, like, didn't really like each other. They just they were, weren't a match. Yeah, they yeah. were indifferent. They didn't click. Yeah, and that's probably how most marriages go. But I think something interesting about this one is that Winston isn't totally loyal to the party. Um. And maybe if he was, they would get along better and they would still be together. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So now we're going to talk about Winston's views on sex. So basically, he he wants to do it. Yeah. That is, He's horny. That's basically his views. Um, he really... And well, thinking, uh, like, also... Let's spe- well to specify. He wants sex, but like not the sex that the party wants him to have. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want the like the party or like the party says like sex is shouldn't be pleasurable. Like it shouldn't like you should not like it. But so yeah, so Winston like wants to have sex and it be pleasurable and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He definitely he wants to do it as an act of like like desire like as an act of like desire for him but also like as rebellion towards the party yeah it's an act of rebellion for him so that leads into um he had sex with a prostitute yes so he so when he's talking about this he's talking about the past and he's writing it right yeah yeah so he talks about this pro prostitute who was old and ugly but he still had sex with her. <laughs> and didn't like, didn't he like turn off the lamp or something? I don't yeah, know. and he was going into detail too. <laughs> this, <laughs> this chapter was very interesting. Yeah. Um. So, well, okay. how long ago was this? I didn't really get a time. Uh, you know, like, I think I'm. I could be wrong, but I think it was three years ago, like when he was writing this. But I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Well. I think the main thing to take away from that is that, um, like, like you see, like, um, as he recalls his past, like, you see that he's become more rebellious against the party, mm-hmm. and, like, that this was um, another act of rebellion for him. I think that's what this symbolizes. Yeah, and Kelsey was right. I just checked. It was Yeah, I was, I was literally reading the book. <laughs> yeah, it was three years ago. Um, so yeah, that was interesting. And he's kind of like writing in his diary about this encounter as he is telling us about him and Catherine's relationship. Yeah. Um, so something I want to tie the junior anti-sex league is, um, 
during the Tumente or during something, we see that the dark haired girl is wearing like a junior anti-sex league sash, I think. So I don't know if it's junior and it's like, I think it's like celibacy or something like that. I don't know if it's the junior sex league. Anti-sex. She's wearing a she, sash. Yeah, yeah so she's I think it was like sash. representing that, right? Yeah, she was like representing celibacy and stuff. So, like, why do you think she did that? Do you think it's just because she's, like, loyal to the party or something else? Loyal to the party. Yeah. Yeah, especially because in Chapter 5, like, he thought she was, in, like, a spy for the party. So, it probably is, they're probably trying to show us that, like, she's very loyal. Yeah, well, the, yeah the Sash was for the Junior Anti-Sex League. Oh, okay. <laughs> So that I think that kind of shows how like loyal the dark haired girl is to the party. Yeah. So and I know previously we thought maybe her, O'Brien, and Winston would get together and rebel, but I don't really think that's too likely anymore because now we know more about what that sash meant. But like you never know. People can be changing throughout the story. Mm-hmm. So. Never know. Okay. Um, is there anything you guys want to talk about of the essential elements and characters before we move on to like predictions and stuff? Um, no, this is a pretty short chapter. I think yeah, yeah. it's only five or six pages. Yeah, it so, was a pretty short chapter. Yeah. Do you guys have any like theories? Like, did anything more predictions come out from information you learned in this chapter? Um, for me, I think, um, because Winston really wants to, like, have, like, that, like, love sex again, I feel like he's gonna, like, find someone, either if it's the dark hair girl or somebody else, like, he's gonna find someone and try to, like, rebel against the party and have that, like, affair. Mrs. Since Carson? Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Next door? Not no. Her children will report them. You know, her children are crazy. Don't even. What if her and Winston, they, like, kind of, like, run away? They, like, go no. out of the city. Oh, my God. No. I think what would happen to Oceana? They what? Like, they'll be the same. Like, that would be the yeah. end. Like, what would happen? We would just... Nothing would change. Yeah, nothing would change. It, that, that would kind of be a dumb, so I don't think that would happen. Yeah, so, um... Yeah, I just... I'm sticking with, like, the big prediction that we said about, like, how he's going to rebel and stuff. Because this just, like, strengthens that. Because, like, he's rebelling. It's another active rebellion, so. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, in comparison to other chapters, like, what do you guys think of this one? Was this your favorite, your least favorite? This was not my favorite. It was okay. I, yeah, liked, I, think- the, I liked the twist of that he has a wife. Yeah, but that was a good twist. I was obviously. like, what the heck? But yeah. Really? That's about the only thing I liked about this chapter. Yeah, Kelsey, what about you? Yeah, I was glad that like we finally got to like know more about Winston and like his past. Mm-hmm. And like the party's like view on like other stuff. So we like, oh, actually yeah. get like a <laughs> chance to like know like what's their view on like marriage since like we knew about Mrs. Parsons and Mr. Parsons and the kids and we know like how 
that yeah I agree with that yeah we definitely I think a good thing about this chapter it was it was mostly just more information about their society which I enjoy um it just gave us more like context to put this society and this government into yeah yeah so that's my opinion it was really short so I can't say it was my favorite but I thought it was some really good information yeah especially because it was only like five pages I can't really I like the length I can't lie about that (laughs) I just need some action in this book I need to read some yeah like I have a lot of information now I'm ready for something else. rebellion burning down the city yes big brother the party something come (laughs) on I feel like I feel like it's coming in part two I think we have to wait a little longer. Yeah, I feel like part one is just like the background information of like their society and like the characters. Yeah. Before we have to get to like the the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something. I don't know. But like the good stuff, the action, the climax. The climax. Yes, definitely. Um, so is there anything else you guys want to say about this chapter? Um, I don't think so. No? No. Okay, well, that's all for today. Thanks for listening to this episode and listen to our next episode about chapter seven of 1984. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.